Welcome to Primer, a podcast that gets you closer to the heart of the matter. As you may know, the Primer is a small cap at the base of ammunition that when struck by a firing pin goes BAM. It ignites the gunpowder and sends the bullet downrange. The point of the podcast is like that, to get you going in the right direction quickly by briefly tackling a variety of subjects like books, people, events, issues, whatever. After listening, if you want to take it further, you can. Episodes and more information can be found at personalprimer.com. Personal Primer is sponsored by Day Espresso Liber, a special forces veteran-owned micro-roaster. High-quality Arabica coffee, roasted strictly to order and delivered fresh. Prime your day with coffee that moves you forward. I'm Joe McCormick, and let's get you primed on C.S. Lewis. One of the things that really excites me about doing this podcast and getting you primed on different topics is thinking that there are, there are events and people and books and events and all these things that, that people, I would assume everybody knows, and they just don't. And this is, this is an author that's one of my favorites. I don't pretend to be an expert in C.S. Lewis, but I have a tremendous admiration, and I think that everybody needs to know his work. And that's why I decided to tackle him today. For me, the main idea that I want you to be primed on with C.S. Lewis is he's an incredibly readable writer. As a writer, as an author, I, I, when I read other people's work, reading his, whatever he writes is just effortless. It's incredibly insightful. It's never burdensome and it just flows and connects and his, he, he's, in my opinion, one of the best writers of the 20th century. Um, C.S. Lewis was born in Northern Ireland, in Belfast, and he, he died uh, in, 18, in 1863. He died in 1963. So he had a prolific career, and I want to just go into some of the reasons why I think he's such an amazing person and an amazing writer. As far as background, my, my first discovery of, of C.S. Lewis started back when I was in high school. And he, he wrote a book, it's a remarkable book, called The Screwtape Letters. And anybody that I know who's read this book is just absolutely fascinated by not only his approach, um, but in his writing style, but the, the, the deep insights. And the book is basically about um, the devil and his nephew. Um, screw tape and his, and his nephew Wormwood, and how they're they're there's a they're writing letters to each other, trying to um, take a, a a soul, this person that Wormwood's in, in charge of, to hell. So the devil is giving counsel and advice to how best to tempt this person to to make him lose his soul and go to hell forever, and. It's in the style of, um, it's an epistolary style, which is kind of a fancy word. It's just a letter writing style. And as a side note, when I was in college, I tried to write in this style and it's incredibly difficult. It's difficult because for many reasons, but you, the reader, um, you can't make the reader feel like they're, they're the audience. It, it, the, the reader has to feel like they're opening the letters, but the, the, the things that are said in the letters have to feel like, these people know each other, but you're also part in on the story a little bit. So it's very difficult to to layer the the writing. I tried to do it, and it's it's it was I just gave up because it was it was incredibly difficult. So that that book was just it just fascinated me, absolutely fascinated me. 
And then I graduated from college, and for some reason, I don't know why, I had never read the Screwtape Letters, the Chronicles of Narnia. Sorry, the Screwtape Letters, the Chronicles of Narnia, which is probably his most famous collection. It's seven books. Uh, It starts with The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And I was living in Madrid, and my family sent me that collection of books. I don't know why. Probably my dad, because he was a big reader, decides to send me this in like a gift box. So I get this book, this collection. And uh, I open it up, and I picked up the first book, and I couldn't put them down. I just, I, I cruised through the, the entire Chronicles of Narnia. And I won't get into the, to, to the, the, the story there, but it's, it's this incredible allegory. And, and my colleague, Charlie Thornton, interviews a, a guy named Dr. Michael Ward, um, who will talk a little bit about how he decoded that book and what it really means. Because C.S. Lewis was a friend of Tolkien, who wrote The Lord of the Rings. And when the Chronicles of Narnia came out, there's there's a bit of a criticism because of the characters and just their styles and and things that didn't seem. It was like a mishmash of 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 characters and themes. And Dr. Michael Ward, fascinating interview with Charlie that'll come up on our Primer Plus episode, talks about the Chronicles of Narnia and how how he pulled that off. So the Chronicles of Narnia, amazing. And then the third thing to kind of trip me into going deeper into C.S. Lewis was not that long ago, um, I watched in, in a YouTube interview, uh, uh, Bishop Robert Barron, B-A-R-R-O-N, um, is an incredible, I'll probably do another primer on, on him, did uh, a quick synopsis of the book, The Great Divorce, which was a fascinating book. I'd, I'd heard of it. I th- I think it's probably one of the worst titles because it just doesn't. It's not the title isn't what it it, it seems. Mm-hmm. It's not about a divorce. It's about the, the the chasm between heaven and hell. And while I was listening to this video, it really invited me to to want to read the to want to read the book. So actually, what I did is I downloaded it on Audible and I listened to the Great Divorce on Audible. It was amazing. Very well done. Um, but the Screwtape Letters to start when I was a teenager, the Chronicles of Narnia when I just graduated college, and then just about 10 years ago, I listened to The Great Divorce, and I just was fascinated. And you know, C.S. Lewis, for many reasons, he was a prolific writer with timeless insights. Reading him is always a good use of time. I'm just looking at a collection that I have in front of me. Um, the Screwtape Letters, Miracles, the Great A Grief Observed, The Great Divorce, The Problem of Pain, The Abolition of Man, The Four Loves. Those are just some of the books that he has. So I'm going to go over what I think are like the big three things about why I like him so much as an author. The first is how much he's written, like the volume of what he's written and how good it is. If you, if you look at his books, I, I would highly recommend, and this will be in the, 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 the podcast notes, go to cslewis.com. It's a it's an incredible website. It's just it collects all of information about him, about his books. There's a blog. There's resources. It's really it's quite a collection. But if you go through his 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 books, it's 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 amazing the titles and how prolific he was. Um, he wrote a book, uh, How to Be a Christian. He he's a Christian writer, so he kind of falls between like a great literary writer and a Christian writer. So it kind of confounds the world a bit because he's not a theologian, but his works are very deep, have very deep philosophical and theological and Christian insights. And he's just an amazing writer. So he's, he's a character that just 
kind of falls between the cracks somehow. And this is actually something that Dr. Michael Ward talks in his interview with Charlie. He wrote a book, How to Pray, um, a lot of essays, speeches. Um, not that long ago, and I, this will also be in the show notes, um, there was an interview by a guy named Eric Metaxas. I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong. He has a series called Socrates in the City. It's a four, it's a four part interview with um, a guy named Walter Hooper, who was C.S. Lewis, C.S. Lewis's personal secretary. Guys from North Carolina, a very fascinating interview. I highly recommend you watch this because Walter Hooper became his um, secretary shortly before C.S. Lewis died, and really was responsible for preserving and promoting the collection of all his writings. If it weren't for Walter Hooper, probably much of Lewis's works would not be known today. He took it on as his personal mission in life from his death in 1963 to the, really to the present day sort of, to promote Lewis and get him published because he, he, he had written some things, but after, after people, people die, their writings tend to, to die with them. And, and Walter Hooper took that on. So fascinating interview with this guy named Walter Hooper. So when I watched that, it just, it, it, it spurred me on even more to, to do this, to do this podcast. So when you look at Lewis, first is its writing. So when you look at his, his biography, his life is really defined by his writings. So he starts in, in, uh, his first, you know, his first, um, he was, he was in the, the first, uh, World War One that had a big impact on him. Um, but he, he starts with, in 1936, with The Allegory of Love. Um, he writes the book Out of the Silent Planet, which is a fictional book, um, in 1938. Uh, the Problem of Pain in 1940. And you kind of go through his chronology and his books. It's incredible how prolific a writer he was. Mere Christianity, a classic book by, was written in August of 1941 um, in, the, in the kind of the throes of World War II and the battle, right after the Battle of Britain. Um, the Problem of, um, <clears throat> sorry, The Screw Tape Letters in 1942. All this was written in collections of uh, broadcast talks on the BBC that he had done. Um, a Preface to Paradise Lost, The Abolition of Man in 1943 goes on, and um, Per the second novel in the Space Trilogy, he publishes. Just every year he's publishing more. You know, in, 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 the, in the 50s, he writes the, the first um, novel in the Chronicles of Narnia, The War, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And then, so you kind of get the point. If you look at cslewis.com and you look at his collections, he has so much really good writing in all of his books are worthwhile, whether they're fiction like the Chronicles of Narnia or they're his classics, all of his works highly recommend them. Okay, so that's the first thing, his books. And that really defines his life. The second thing about him, I think is just his, his deep philosophical and, and theological insights. He has, he's an, he's an apologist. He's a person who's promoting and making the case for Christianity. And in all of his books, there is a, a, a very, there's a very clear Christian sense to the books and he makes Christianity even more appealing. Um, when you read them, you feel that Christianity makes even more sense than before. And you start to, to develop a love. Like he has, he shares a deep love of his, of, of his faith in his writings. He's coming closer to God and you can see it. So clearly, as an, his apologetics through his writing are, are incredible. Um, you know, going back to the Great Divorce as a book, what he's discussing is, you know, a bus ride where people are, are 
kind of going between whether they're going to be in heaven and hell and why a soul would choose death versus life and in the magnitude of heaven and in how the souls are shrinking when they're going. I mean, it's just incredible the characters and the and the finesse of describing the journey of a soul after death, but before the final judgment. It's just absolutely beautiful and fascinating and deep theology and philosophy. It's just, it's, it's, it's remarkable. The final thing I want to talk about with regard to Lewis is just how quotable he is. My main idea here, and this is just kind of my key takeaway in this primer episode, is that he's an incredibly readable writer. And you see this in his quotes. You can go on the internet and just type in C.S. Lewis top quotes and you'll find a treasure trove of quotes and each one of them will be satisfying in a different way. Um, as a writer, to write things that are quote worthy is difficult. <laughs> and he does it in almost an effortless way. And I'll just kind of share a few of them with you. You can, you can explore them yourself. One quote is about joy. Joy is the serious business of heaven. Um, honor. We laugh. Hence and are shocked to find traitors in our midst. It's goodness. Everything is good when it looks to him and bad when it turns from him. Um, when you look at his quotes, it's just like each one of them, you got to stop, pause, and like, okay, there's so much insight here. Um, this is a quote about choice. Each day we are becoming a creature of splendid glory or one of unthinkable horror. And that quote just frames like the power of choice. You know, what are we choosing to do? What are we choosing to be? Um, another quote is, Jesus Christ did not say, go into, go into all the world and tell the world that it is quite right. So I can go on and on with his quotability. Suffice it to say that, um, suffice it to say that when you're reading Lewis, he has so much to offer, and his quotes are just an endless sea of insight. There's just one more I want to share with you. It's about interruptions, which is near and dear to my heart because it's really about in the book Noise that I wrote. The quote is, The truth is, of course, that one, one, what one regards as interruptions are precisely one's life. That, well, I like this interruption, but that's life. Life is to be interrupted and in what we do with interruptions. So I... Those are the th kind of the big three things when I try to capture and characterize C.S. Lewis. So difficult to do, but I wanted to get you primed on this remarkable, incredibly readable writer. So his books, explore his books. There's so many of them. Um, and in the books, you'll find just profound insights, theological, Christian, philosophical insights about just what it means to be human. And then finally, if you just want to skim and snack and... He's incredibly quotable. His quotes are just endless. There's an endless sea of quotes on C.S. Lewis. So I'm in, the, in, the, in the notes, I would recommend you do many things. You can read the Chronicles of Narnia. There are movies, the Chronicles. That's really good. I liked them quite a bit. This four-part interview on YouTube with Eric Metaxas and Walter Hooper. Really, really fascinating kind of sit-down chat over four interviews. Um, the website, cslewis.com. And, and clearly, my Charlie Thornton, my colleague's interview with, with Dr. Michael Ward, I highly recommend any of that. But just dive into C.S. Lewis. You, you won't be disappointed. So now you're primed on C.S. Lewis, one of my favorite authors, and you can take it from here. <laughs>